Welcome to the Unstoppable Podcast. We are dedicated to bringing you comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. We hope this will encourage, equip, and empower you to live your life without limits. As you realize your potential, you will join a dynamic group of passionate people who are actively bringing the unstoppable power of heaven into the darkest places on earth. Join us as we hear from regular, everyday people who are living the adventure of a lifetime in every area of their lives, including business, relationships, finances, and health. Here is your host, Justin Self. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Unstoppable Podcast. I'm Justin Self, and before we get into the content, I want to take a moment to share a little bit of history behind this podcast. In 2012, I was very depressed, I was broken, and I was on the verge of suicide. Um, I was navigating a broken marriage, a pornography addiction, and I was having a very difficult time just making my ends meet. Um, My relationships were broken kind of on all sides, and I was a total mess. Throughout that time, uh, one thing led to another, and I ended up going back to a church. I had been out of church for a while, and one night I ended up having just the most radical encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. He revealed himself to me in such a powerful way. Um, Ever since that moment, I've never been the same. I've been completely different. You know, my life has just turned right side up. I've really come into realizing my purpose in life and believing God for things, living in faith, and just seeing the most amazing things happen. After that experience, I got right into the Word of God. I didn't want to, man, I didn't, I didn't know a lot, but at least I had enough sense to know that I can't build my life off just an experience. And so I got right into the Word of God, right, got right into some good teaching, and really solidified during those first few months after that experience, uh, the Scripture and the Word of God, just the foundation of how, you know, how solid the foundation of the Word of God really is in my life. And so after a period of time, I started you know, I went out and did what I read in the Bible. You know, I went out and laid hands on people and I prayed for them and I started pe- seeing people healed, started seeing demons cast out of people. You know, I, it wasn't anything, it, it was totally radical to me, but I just, I saw it in the Bible. I saw these truths, you know, where he says in Mark 16, you know, the, this, these signs will follow them that believe. They'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They'll cast out demons. They'll speak with tongues. So I just believed it. And I just started going out and doing it. And sure enough, results followed. And so this kind of started my journey of what I call, you know, living a life without limits. And the whole point behind Unstoppable is to encourage others, to equip, to teach, to empower people. I mean, everybody who, who's listening uh, to live a life without limits, to live up to our fullest potential, because I believe God has a plan and a purpose for every single person on the planet. Nobody is a dud. Nobody is meant to live a mediocre life. Nobody is meant to be average. Every single one of us is meant to do something great. And whether that something is to preach in front of a thousand people, or if it's just to love the person next to you, it doesn't matter. Those are both great things. We're called to greatness. We're called to impact people. And so this whole idea of living life without limits, a lot of it focuses on our own personal faith and growing and, you know, walking in health and walking in financial prosperity and all those types of things. But the main idea is that as we do that in our own personal lives, we're growing uh, in unity as a community. So if all of us, if each of us as believers are growing in these areas and experiencing victory in these areas, we, we will end up working together in unity, right? The body of Christ is going to be healthier, it's stronger and more able to bring the gospel of Jesus to the dark places on the earth. We need to be victorious. We need to be living a life without limits. 
We are the ones on the earth who has the answer. We have the answer. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the power of God. We're the ones that should be bringing light to the darkness. And so that's the whole idea behind Unstoppable. As we grow individually, as we fulfill our own God-given purposes and potentials, we end up working together with one another in unity, and we're going to bring millions of people, billions of people into the kingdom of God. Now, as far as the podcast goes, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that you're listening to it. Thank you so much. And I'm so excited today to introduce you to my lifelong battle buddy and best friend, Ryan Reiser. Ryan and I are cousins, but because our mothers are identical twins, we consider ourselves to be brothers. And we have walked through everything in life together over the last 30 plus years. In this episode, uh, Ryan is sharing his story of stepping out into his calling in life, led by the Holy Spirit and led by God in an intimate way. And his story is absolutely amazing. And uh, I had a word for him a few years ago, and it basically was a word from God that had to do with Jesus turning water into wine. Now, when Jesus turned water into wine, it only took a moment. But when the master of the feast or the wedding took a drink of it, he said, man, this is really good. Well, good wine takes time to develop and to mature to where it tastes good, right? So the word over Ryan was, you know, along the lines of, you know, God's going to do something in your life that's going to be, it's going to happen in a moment. Uh, but when, when others see it and, and others see the characteristic, characteristics of what God has done and is doing in your life, they're going to think that, you know, this thing's been in the works forever, uh, that it has grown to a level of maturity that, you know, is beyond the years that it has actually been in operation. And I didn't really know much about his business or even if he was doing a business back then, but as you'll hear from his story, that's exactly what happened. Um, you know, he started this business at the leading of, of the Lord, and it's just been a supernatural journey ever since. And so we're talking about living a life without limits. Ryan is living a life without limits. I mean, you, when you hear him, listen for his passion, listen to, you know, try to figure out what it is that actually makes him tick because he has got so much energy and it's not from himself, right? It's literally energy infused from the Lord into him to fulfill everything that he has in life that to do and to be. And the cool thing is, is he's Ryan is so amazing. It's not just the business to make money or to be successful. It's, and you'll hear this in the interview, uh, the conversation rather, you'll hear it that he is all about being a blessing to other people, blessing these other maintenance shops, you know, blessing the employees, the contractors, the customers, the clients. He is so excited to pay his taxes. I mean, the guy is just infused with the power of God and he is a blessing wherever he goes. And so uh, I think you'll enjoy listening to him and hearing his perspective on business and listening to the Holy Spirit in every area of your life. Now, being that this is our first episode, um, thank you so much for being gracious to us as we are working out kinks with audio quality and microphones and stuff like that. Um, this call was recorded on Skype. And so you'll, you know, you'll hear some funny stuff in the background, but, um, you know, we're just getting started and we're, we're loving the journey. We're learning how to do this thing. So, uh, I've broken this up into two pieces, part one and part two, uh, simply because, uh, there's so much content that I didn't think it was really possible to, uh, fully appreciate everything that was said, uh, in one sitting, you know, uh, it's nice to break it up into a couple pieces and maybe spend some time thinking about it, but you're more than welcome to listen to, to both of them at the same time, you know, one right after the other, we're going to release them at the same time. But I do encourage you, um, if the podcast is speaking to your heart, maybe spend a little more time on each piece and really ask the Lord what it is that you you can extract from it. And so I think you're really going to enjoy this. So that's enough of an introduction. Let's just jump right into it. 
so excited today because I have with me the one and only Ryan Reiser of JR Imaging Logistics Incorporated. Hey. He's uh, so gracious to take the time to meet with us today and to share about what God's been doing in his business and uh, following the voice of the Holy Spirit. So, Ryan, how important is it that we follow the voice of the Holy Spirit? Uh, absolutely crucial. Uh, first, I want to say thank you for having me on. Uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, your blog and what you're doing, and um, it's fresh. Uh, what you receive from God is uh, fresh for today, and uh, it, it's life-giving. Um, so, I'm excited to uh, support your podcast, and uh, you know we've been best friends since uh, since the womb. Uh, for those of you who don't know my Mom is an identical twin, uh, and your mom yeah. <laughs> is her sister. Yeah. So we're cousins and uh, uh, pretty much been friends ever since. Uh, so tell us about your company. Uh, tell us about how it got started. And you've been in business for a couple of years now, relatively new company. But yeah, it, it, to someone looking on the outside, they would not think that it's a new company. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, man, so much to talk about. Um Let's let's start off, I guess, with my wife. Uh, my wife, she loves to talk to God about me, and not tell me about it. And then she'll she'll wait however long, and uh, and then I, I get these. You know, God inspires me to do something, and <laughs> Taylor reveals that she had been speaking this and believing this for the last year or so. And, um, it's kind of a game she plays with me and God, but uh, uh, you know, I, I think it's I think it's God giving me this idea when she had been, uh, you know, talking <laughs> to God. And, uh, That's awesome. Um, so I've had a passion for aviation my entire life, um, probably since the age of three on. I've said the word airplane every day of my life. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, you grew up with me. You know this. Um, yeah, I remember one day I wanted to be a police officer. It was a Sunday. Uh, it was raining. And by the afternoon, I wanted to be a pilot again. So, um, you know, I was a pretty driven, motivated kid and uh, put myself through flight school, mowing lawns, paper route. Uh, eventually, I worked at the flight school and uh, I got all my ratings and licenses and uh, then uh, flew skydivers as my first job. Um I flew uh, at Skydive Toledo, just south of Seattle, uh, for four or five years, and then eventually uh, I flew uh, pipeline patrol, um, flying low level, uh, surveying the pipeline system, pretty much from uh, uh, Spokane to Salt Lake, everything in between. Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, I've always had a passion for the bond between uh, the pilot and the airplane. Uh, the bigger the airplanes you fly, the less connected you are. Uh, you know, autopilots play a, a bigger role, and uh, and it just lacks that that intimacy with the machine that I enjoyed so much. This is why I learned to fly uh, stick and rudder. Um, so I could have gone to the airlines ten years ago if I wanted to, but man, if I if I can't be passionate about something that I'm doing. Uh, I, I may not be all in, and I want to be all in in everything I do. Um, so uh, it was an interesting period because um, the word that God had had given 
over me was, uh, you know, get planted and grow. Uh, we had just moved to the Tri-Cities, uh, Washington, Southeast Washington. Um, it's kind of a gem of the Northwest. It's uh, uh, great weather, minimal traffic, beautiful sunset every night. I love it out here. I think the desert's beautiful. Anyway, uh, we plugged into the local church and God said, plant your roots, you're going to grow. He didn't say, stay here for 1.5 years, get an idea, do this. No, that was the word on our life for years. And under the leadership of my pastor, uh, we just looked to grow spiritually, to grow uh, relationally. Uh, My wife and I, um, you know, just worked on our marriage to build a strong uh, framework for, you know, the team that we're building. We had uh, two daughters. And uh, there was a little bit of a, you know, in the back of my head, I was going, well, um, where I'm at now, this there's not much of a future in it. I, I can see myself, um, you know, doing what I do and enjoying it, but uh, where's the retirement? Where's where's the where's the growth? Where's I mean, we're prospering. Uh, we're called to prosper, uh, you know. But uh, but where are we going? And my wife um, started doing this thing again. She started uh, talking to God and believing to God uh, for a uh, opportunity that would come along that would take her home from work and she'd be able to spend time with our two girls. And that's her dream. So my wife started talking to God about her dream that uh, she wanted to come home and stay home with her two girls uh, and and be just close to them as they grow up. And uh, And there came a point where a friend of mine owned a, a flight school um, maintenance shop at the local airfield here, and uh, he got a little extra flying. He said, Ryan, I got some flying to do. When you're not flying pipeline, could you help me out? And, uh, you know, I initially said, no, man, I'm, I'm actually pretty busy. I'm, I'm, I'm really involved, and uh, uh, I think this is, uh, you know, too much right now. I came home, told my wife, and something clicked on her and she said, uh, this is it. Her spirit just kind of leapt and, and, uh, you know, she said, well, why didn't you, why didn't you, uh, take them up on this? And, uh, so I'm, you know, I'm busy. I'm, I'm involved in church. I'm involved in, we got two, did you know we have two girls? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) being a parent will grow you. Um, you know, and you don't know until you're in that position. Uh, more on that later, but um, I think uh, you know, being a parent is one of the fastest tracks uh, to more spiritual maturity in your life. Um, so, uh, so she uh, she said, "Well, next time, you know, think about it. Think about it. He's probably going to ask you again. Think about it." <laughs> Oh man, when our wives uh, say that, it's like, in other words, babe, you need to do this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, about three weeks later, he approached me again. He said, Ryan, I could really use your flying on this. Um, I said, okay, what, what's this about? And, uh, basically we were, uh, flying cameras over agriculture, 
doing spectral analysis and infrared analysis, giving farmers uh, a complete view of their crop, um, the chlorophyll content, uh, just incredible metrics that can be done uh, between a satellite or maybe a low-level drone, but just that sweet spot using small aircraft. And uh, I was really impressed with the setup, and um, it was it was my type of flying. Uh, basically, you are uh, flying very tight tolerances. It's like a ultra-precise instrument approach, or, or a localizer, as we call it in aviation, where uh, you know just a couple feet deviation from the center line uh, is a trend that you need to, you know, keep a hold of. And uh, it was, it's like tightrope walking uh, followed by a extremely steep turn onto another line. And then you're basically tightrope walking in the other direction uh, in the pattern of like mowing a lawn. Uh, if you, you know, you, you kind of pick up the back of the mower and you spin it around uh, and drop it again in the next line, and you go. So your experience uh, as a young teenager mowing lawns <laughs> <laughs> really came in handy later in life, didn't it? Oh, you know, I really enjoyed mowing lawns. Uh, that was that was my first business, and uh, uh, you get to go out there, you get to listen to music, you get to listen to the sermon or, or whatever, and uh, and spend you know however many customers you have, just knock it out, driving your pick up around and um i think it's it ends up being a quiet time um for me at least when when i'm physically busy um but i i, I don't know how to explain it but um when you're performing a role that uh that you're called to do um at the time i was pretty happy mowing lawns <laughs> and uh when you're when you're when you're involved in that and you have your mind on Christ, on peace, uh, on joy, um, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. Uh, you can come out of it stronger and better. Um, so anyway, that, that's kind of what, what we're doing with the airplane. And uh, to get back to the story, uh, I started flying and I came home and Taylor said, well, how'd it go? And I said, oh, it's it was great. I really enjoyed this type of flying. This is this is what I do, and and uh, she said, "I believe this is going to take me home from work someday." And like wow. an idiot, like an idiot, I I said, "Oh, babe, babe, this is just a side gig. This is just a uh, you know, this will be something I make a little money on the side and blah blah blah." And she looked at me in the seriousness that only a wife can, and said, "Hey, don't shoot down my dream." Hmm. And I realized at that point, it hit my spirit that this was a, a God dream that he had put uh, inside Taylor. And uh, I said, I immediately said, hey, babe, I, I take back what I said. I, I rebuke what I said in the name of Jesus. I, I'm not going to cap your dream, and I'm certainly not going to cap God. Um, and, and wives, you know, in this teamwork that we have in marriage, uh, my wife's a dreamer. And I have learned since this time, uh, if she has a dream, don't cap it. Don't put limits on God. Don't put God in a box. Because uh, he, he wants to do some amazing things with our lives. Um, you know, he, he has uh, plans to prosper us, to give us a hope and a future. Um, you know, for, he's for our good. 
Uh, and, you know, when you start bringing religion into your life um, and, and uh, putting God in a box, you're limiting uh, everything. And uh, so my wife is a huge part of, of vision uh, in my life. And um, so we get to the point where uh, now I tried to go to sleep that night and I can't. I, my mind, my spirit is absolutely firing. Uh, connections are happening in my brain. And I just, I can't, I can't, uh, here's a double negative. I can't not miss uh, this because God has put me in this place. Uh, he has um, set me up and, and, uh, and he's guiding me at this point. These 10 years we spent building our roots, we were learning to hear from God. We were learning about the Holy Spirit um, and the roles that the Holy Spirit plays in our lives. Uh, I realized that, you know, the Bible says the Holy Spirit is a comforter. Uh, Jesus said that, uh, I think John 16, 7, he says, I tell you the truth, it is good for you that I go away, for if I do not go away, the comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. So our comfort is not in the world. Our comfort is not in the cars in the driveway or in our marriage or whether our kids are successful or uh, or all the, the lies that the devil throws at you. Um, our comfort needs to be in Christ through the Holy Spirit. Um, and that really helped my marriage. When I realized that my expectations for my wife uh, to be, you know, my comforter was absolutely uh, out of proportion and not in line with the Word of God, uh, that helped my marriage. She's not my comfort. The Holy Spirit is. He, the Holy Spirit has a role to, to comfort me and strengthen me in any situation. Um, so that's a huge revelation to me because I don't have to experience trouble. My spirit does not have to be troubled in this earth. If I believe the word of God and I live out the word of God with active faith, then I don't need to be troubled. Let not your hearts be troubled. Right. How many yep. times in the Bible does it say that? Many um, times. Yeah. <laughs> many times. <laughs> So, uh, back to the story, um, you know, we hear from God and, uh, uh, my pastor explained it to me, um, you know, in this, in this season that, um, you know, God is guiding us. The Holy Spirit is a guide. Um, he, uh, in John sixteen thirteen, it says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. What, what a mind-blowing verse, man. There is yeah. so much in that. Have you, have you experienced this verse in your life? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, yeah. I've heard this kind of this, uh, this, I guess, this colloquialism or maybe this cliche thought where it says, oh, you know, no man can know the future. Well, right there in that verse, what you're telling us, you know, and what the scripture is telling us is that the Holy Spirit will show us things to come. We can pray and we can have a relationship with the Holy Spirit who will tell us what's to come. And absolutely, I mean, we've, 
in moving down here to California, you know, we heard of what was to come. We heard from God. He gave us the name of the city. He gave us the time frame. He gave us everything. I was able to actually see the, the office that I'm sitting in right now. I saw it before we even saw this house. I saw our patio. Wow. I saw certain things. It was really yeah. weird, but the Holy Spirit would give us these pictures and these visions of what was to come as a way for us to have something on, on which to hang our faith. It's like, okay, Lord, I know you're speaking to me. You've shown me this. I believe that you're with me in this. And those types of things act as an encouragement to strengthen me. And, and like you said, the Holy Spirit comes in as a comforter, you know, and nestles me under his wings. And just, I feel warm and safe, even though I'm stepping out into something that is scary and I've never done before and might feel completely out of my control, which it is, but I have that comfort of the Holy Spirit the whole time. And that's what I'm hearing from your story as well. Absolutely. I love that God gives us visions and little glimpses of our future, something that you can put on the mantle of your heart and say, that's the picture God gave me. Hey, what whatever's in front of me, is that part of that picture? Does that even line up? Um, when we had our second daughter uh, in, in the pregnancy process, we went to the ultrasound and uh, they were going to tell us, is it a boy? Is it a girl? My wife and I are, are planners. Um, it, we wanted to have our children two years apart. You know, anyone, uh, how long do you wait for children? Two years. They're going to be born two years apart. And, and they would say, uh, oh, really? You can, you can say that? And it's like, well, there's power in a plan. Andy was born two days before Charlie. Yep. Three, day, three days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> three days. <laughs> three days before Charlie in the year. And, sure. uh, and uh, so there's power in a plan. But uh, we were in uh, the ultrasound getting the boy-girl uh, determination. And I wanted a boy because we had Charlie Ann and, and she's beautiful. And I thought, hey, let's have a boy. Let's have a girl. That'd be great. Um, and the... The woman nonchalantly just, oh, it's a girl, you know. And I was like, wait, wait what did you say? And she said, oh, it, it's a girl. And at that moment, my heart flipped. My heart went from, I'd like a boy, to I am absolutely in love with this girl. And right then, God gave me a vision that lasted probably half a second in, in the natural. But I was, uh, I was seeing it out of body from another's perspective. And it was in an airplane and it looked down and we were flying a tight formation. There was an airplane about 15 feet off the wing and it was a, uh, a V-35 Bonanza, V-tail Bonanza, uh, an airplane I've always wanted to own. It's when I think of a family airplane, I think of a Bonanza. And, uh, and I realized that was me. I was tucked in, under the wing of this other airplane. And this view was that of maybe a photographer or something. And as my, my vision kind of pulled out, my focus pulled out, I saw two other airplanes tied up against the Bonanza, kind of a blurry image. Uh, and then it came into focus. And uh, I realized those are my two daughters right there. They're flying with dad. We're all doing this flying together. And I had that vision, and I can remember it clear as day. And this was uh, about a year before we started this business. I had no clue that there was a path to this. I thought, wow, what a cool vision. I, I just don't know how I'm going to get there. I don't know, you know, what, what would happen in between, but, but that's awesome, you know. And uh, 
so, so God gives you little glimpses, and at times He can pull those out of your memory and to bring it to your remembrance. We were talking a little bit earlier about uh, vision, and I think that uh, imagination is is an amazing thing. Uh, we have to imagine uh, nonstop throughout the day. Anytime you have a thought, you're imagining uh, a picture in your mind. You know, if I say the word elephant, what are you thinking of? You know, you cannot. <laughs> think of anything else but an elephant at that point. Um, and uh, and you think, okay, what's my relationship to that object? Am I near it? Is it in my future? What's the timeline? What's the environment? What's the circumstance? That's your imagination, you know, working all those angles. And, uh, and that's part of the creative process. God's the creator, right? Um, I think that business is an absolute calling uh, for any man of God, uh, anything you do is a business. If you're an employee, that's a business. You are, a, you, you know, you're the CEO of you. Um, but, uh, you know, you're called to be creative. You're called to go above and beyond and do things that other people aren't doing. And, uh, and, and God has put you in every situation to maximize life uh, in that and, and growth and prosperity. Um, yep. that's, that's what God expects of you. And, uh, I love that creative side of business. Um, it's, it's like your, your character is put on display and, uh, and, and, and if it's healthy, it comes from your mentality, your character and your leadership. And, uh, so it's, it's important. Um, and I, I think that God will, uh, in his timing, he'll prepare and equip you um, for these things so you can handle them. He doesn't want you to, to fail. Not that failure is bad. I mean, there's going to be failures along the way and we can learn from them. But um, if you, you know, God's timing is perfect. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, he's, what, what's that verse that, uh, uh Second Peter one three, according to his divine power, he hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him uh, yeah, that called us, called us to glory and virtue. Amen. And virtue is power. Uh, you know, when when the woman touched Jesus in the crowd, he said, "I felt virtue leaving my body." Right. So, uh, so he's called us to glory and power. We're not going to just go through life doing the minimum and getting by and waiting for Jesus to come back. We're going to live a life of glory and virtue if we're tapped into this. Um, so, so it says, you know, pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him. So it's the knowledge of Christ. It's the knowledge of what he's done for us. It's the knowledge of uh it's about how I receive, right? Uh, what 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 God has equipped me for, and and uh, and what He's made available through Jesus. Uh, you know, so without that knowledge, you're going to miss out on everything that He's given you to life and godliness. Um, so what you're talking about is, you know, there's people in the business world that can be, fa- you know, fabulously successful and wealthy in business, right? But without the knowledge of Jesus and without that intimacy with with the word of God and with what God's doing in your life and the purpose and calling that he has for you, 
then that's just a big waste of time. Now, you can experience success in the business world without God, but you can also experience success in the business world with God. Absolutely. So, what do you say? So, that's what we're talking about with this verse here is he's given us everything that pertains into life and godliness through the knowledge of Christ. That's where we need to be. It's not about the success in business. It's about the knowledge and the connection with the Lord and the success in business comes as a byproduct. It will come as we connect with the Lord. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and biblical principles, they're, they're like laws. God set up laws, you know. So, um, you, you know, a lot of uh, uh, non-Christian business owners will look at Proverbs and find, you know, principles in Proverbs and apply it to their business. And guess what? It produces. Uh, God set these things up as laws on this earth. So, um, but man, it, you know, I don't want to leave anything on the table. You know, if Jesus has made something available to me, uh, if God has made it available to me through Jesus, I don't want to leave anything on the table. Um, so, con- to continue the story. <laughs> uh, so, at the back where we were. Um, uh, ultrasound. Yeah, yeah, the ultrasound, the, the, the vision. Um, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit's our guide. Um and, uh, you know, it says, in, it, like we talked about in John 16, 13, he will guide us into all truth. Um, what's, a, what's a guide? A guide uh, is someone who's been there before, uh, who's gone through, who has an intimate knowledge of the environment. Um, you know, if I'm going to pick a guide to take me on some sort of adventure, whatever that may be, I would also want a relationship with that guide. I mean, I'd want to mm-hmm. make sure we speak the same language, you know. Uh, do we speak what God speaks? Do we listen to what God speaks? Do we, you know, communicate? Do we have that relationship? Because that's certainly going to help if we speak the same language, <laughs> you know, as our guide. Looking at this from a natural perspective, you would you would think that that guide had done this with other people. That the guide would be familiar with, um, you know, the obstacles in the way, the lies of the enemy. Um, you know, the devil is always trying to corrupt the seed and and make it to no effect. Um, but you know, with the Holy Spirit as your guide, um, he, he's gonna he's gonna put you in the right place at the right time, and you won't miss what God has coming in front of you. You may not have seen it before, but with the Holy Spirit as your guide, you're gonna see it when it walks in front of you. Um, in in our business. Uh, if we would have started this too early, it it probably wouldn't have been successful. We would have jumped the gun. Uh, God had built a need for it. Uh, it, it. There was this need that we were able to fill. And if we had done this too late, someone else would have taken this up. Um, so, I can't claim that I saw any of this. Uh, no, this was, this was the Holy Spirit guiding our steps. Uh, you know, we were in a growth phase, just planting our roots, growing, getting intimate with God, learning about, you know, about what God has for us. Um, so, I went home that night. I couldn't sleep. For the next couple days, I couldn't sleep. I My mind was looking at this going, you know, the business model that my friend has will not support this. It will not last at all. You know, he's got this uh, business that's geared around aircraft maintenance, aircraft rental and flight training. And I think that company is going to take off. That customer is going to take over because I've seen 
I've seen from God, really, but I've seen things that get me excited, and, and God is saying, go for it, go for it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm thinking, they need someone to build a business model around their demands. I bet you nobody else has done that. No one else has said, let's build a company around your customer and, and elevate all levels of the professionalism, the scheduling. We have a dedicated fleet of aircraft uh, for your use, 24-7, with pilots trained for your mission, with airplanes hot-rotted. <laughs> I love tinkering. Um, you know, airplanes with the power to fly high, airplanes that are maneuverable with extended range fuel tanks uh, so it can stay on station longer than anyone else is. Basically, uh, uh, you know, putting you at the highest priority. I don't think anyone else is doing that. So I took on a business mentor, uh, my buddy Al from church, and uh, Al is such a blessing in my life. Um, This guy, uh, you know, helped me... uh, uh, learned the art of negotiation um, through aircraft sales and uh, and just wisdom. And uh, uh, Al, you know, put my business model through uh, some Excel spreadsheets he had on cash flow. And, uh, you know, we came up with, uh, uh, you know, our pricing and, um, you know, what we could guarantee, what we could do, what would make this excellent. And then, I, uh, you know, met with him and we did, uh, uh, you know, mock interviews and, uh, you know, Al invested a lot, a lot of his time and expertise in us. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful for people like that in my life. I don't know everything, uh, you know, so I'm going to find those that have been there before, uh, like the Holy Spirit. He's a guide. He's done this before. Yep. So I, ch- I had to chase this customer down. They were not easily you know, found in this capacity. Um, I ended up getting a hold of one of their recruiters and uh, we, you know, I said, hey, I'd, I'd love to give you some feedback from a pilot's perspective and uh, I'd love to come down and, and do that. And I also have some ideas uh, that would maybe solve some problems for you. And they said, absolutely, we'd love to hear that. That opened our line of communication and uh, then we were, I was able to start emailing uh, and and saying hey this is this is my business idea I'd love to come meet you they said we can do it over the phone I said no I want to do this in person I want to start this relationship right and so I went down to uh, California and I met with the company um, and uh, it was so cool the night before I was in the hotel room and I had such peace I wasn't cramming for a test I wasn't you know, looking at my notes. I wasn't doing anything, but laying down on that hotel bed, got in the spirit, you know, uh, prayed in the spirit for a while, but absolutely, uh, just absolute peace. Great peace have those who love thy law, nothing shall by no means harm them, is what the word says. I had great, great peace, and it, it it was a defining moment. Uh, this is how, um, you know, business with the Holy Spirit should look. We can receive a, a bad report and then tap into the peace that passes understanding. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Podcast. 
For more, visit us at justinself.org. Join our email list at justinself.org to receive exclusive weekly content, along with more teachings, blogs, and other resources. You can also connect with us on Facebook at Unstoppable Blog. We hope this podcast has encouraged, equipped, and empowered you with meaningful insight from the Word of God to receive God's promises and live a life without limits.